So, today, the Lord has told me to start reading the book as an intro to a workshop that I have coming up next month, September, the weekend of the 25th through the 27th. And that workshop is called Heir to the Crown, which is based off a devotional guide by Alicia Keaton. So I'm going to read an intro or the first three, first chapter possibly tonight or today. However, the Lord has told me to share this with the participants. So it will be put into our Eventbrite page as people register so that they may have an intro or sort of a segue into the studies for the workshop. So I will begin. Heir to the Crown, a mind-body devotional for the Daughters of God by Alicia Keaton. Do you know you were created for a noble purpose? What would happen to your health if you lived out of this truth? Knowing who you are is a strong foundation for a well-lived life. Heir to the Crown will guide you through a 30-day devotional challenge to recover your identity as a royal daughter of the King and restore your health and wholeness the way God designed. Our King wants to see you reigning and ruling on the earth, extending goodness to the beautiful space he has given you. Heir to the Crown engages mind and body to help you. Discover deep knowledge of who you are and who you were created to be. Become fit in body, soul, and spirit. Equip the younger generation to raise up in freedom. Daughters, let's join Elisa as she encourages us to put on to put on our crown and keep it on. So let me tell you a little bit about Elisa before I get started. Elisa Keaton is a leading certified fitness professional with more than 20 years of experience. She is passionately dedicated to serving the Lord and is the founder of Revelation Wellness, a nonprofit ministry dedicated to educating and inspiring people to live healthy and whole lives in Christ. Elisa is certified through the American Council on Exercise in group fitness and personal training. She lives in Phoenix with her husband, Simon, and two, two children, Jack and Sophia. So for those of you that may not know, I embarked last year upon an assignment to become a instructor, but not just a regular fitness instructor, but now a fitness instructor being led by God. So we are now deemed gospel preachers, fitness teachers, because we use the word of God and the love of God when we teach our classes. 
and to teach people to love themselves and to become whole. So the first chapter is entitled Identity. Identity, you might be chuckling a bit, thinking, how does knowing who I am move me toward my health goals? You might be thinking, you don't have time to dive into this, and yet here you are, still reading. Maybe you've tried it all, but know deep down that there has to be more than keeping watch over a number on a scale. I, Elisa Keaton, can say with confidence that knowing who you are has everything to do with how to live well. More than knowing what to eat, at what intensity to move, and how heavy your dumbbells need to be, knowing who you are is top priority when exploring how to live your best life. Knowing who you are is a strong foundation for a well-lived life. Foundation, the basis or groundwork for anything. A deep knowing of who you are at the core of your being is your ticket to ride, the ride of your life, a life lived fit in body, your ability to do whatever dream or desire comes to mind, fit in soul, your ability to dream and desire, and fit in spirit, your ability to know God, the one who gives good dreams and makes good ideas. You are made to live a full and overflowing life. May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole. Put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit from the coming of our master, Jesus Christ. The one who called you is completely dependable. If he said it, he'll do it. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23-24, Message Translation. Can you get on board with the fact that you are not some sort of cosmic accident? That you are not slime meeting time, but a God idea highly wanted and created by the heart of a living and loving God? If you can get on board with this good news, you are well on your way to getting back what was stolen from you a long time ago in a garden, your identity. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Genesis 1.27, NIV translation. The Oxford definition of identity is this, the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. You are a very real person reading this page, and over the next 30 days, you will go on a treasure hunt to find the real you. Not who your mom, dad, spouse, child, very best friend, or a media-saturated world has told you to be but who the maker of heaven and earth says you are. It will be from the deep knowledge 
of who you are and who you were created to be that you can begin to build your extraordinary healthy whole and free life for as he thinks within himself so he is proverbs 27 excuse me proverbs 23 7 nasb translation if you think you are nothing special you will live a nothing special life. It costs us nothing to live and think like that. And the enemy of all is good and valuable will do all that he can to convince you of this lie. If you believe you were created on purpose for a noble purpose, you will rise to live as notably here on earth. Be advised this way of living will cost you everything it will cost you everything that is threatening your identity and trying to convince you to live like a cog in a wheel of nothingness turning the materialism and vain consent consent my honest ulterior motive I'll be honest with you, I have an ulterior motive for writing this devotional. As a fitness professional for over 25 years, and as a woman who enjoys fitness and loves God, nothing gives me greater purpose than partnering with Him in bringing freedom to those who have been oppressed. But something really supercharges me these days and that's my teenage daughter, Sophia. I am watching my daughter enter the most formative years of her womanhood in a world that pressures her to exchange all that is gold for paper. I see the world coercing the daughters of God to buy into fickle trends and false imagery. These lies often create disposable friendships in order to avoid the fear of being alone, rather than seeking and waiting for the iron sharpening iron friendships to come. Our daughters are tempted to trade in all they have just to survive a surface oppressed, obsessed world, a world filled with desires that have no power to satisfy. As a mom who loves passionately, desiring to be faithful in raising a young girl in an Instagram and YouTube world, I declare that it's time for love, kindness, and the beauty of truth to be proclaimed on the PA systems of the world. You can consider this our now live time. Let us awaken and proclaim. I would like to personally challenge you older daughters of God to go through this 30-day devotional with a younger girl who is coming up behind you. If you are a mom with daughters 10 years or older, grab a copy of this book for them too and humble yourself to learn along with them. The younger ones are watching us, mamas. We can show them the way by going first. Let's show them what me too looks like in light of God's love for us and his truth that sets us free.
we are royalty. We are always intended to live with God and walk with him in the cool of the day. Wherever God is, his kingdom is. No one can ever separate King Jesus from his crown. Jesus' crown of thorns worn on a cross won back for us our crowns of gold. We are God's children, a royal people for his own possession. But you are God's chosen treasurer, priest. You are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience his marvelous light. And now he claims you as his very own. He did this so that you would broadcast this glorious wonders throughout the world. 1 Peter 2, 9, the Passion Translation. As the king over all creation, God called us, his royal kids and heirs to the crown, to go into the family business of bringing heaven to earth. Our father has no greater dream than to see his kids living, reigning, and ruling on the earth. He wants us healthy and whole as we extend goodness through the power of God's goodness, God's kindness, excuse me, wrapped in the three of God's favorite gifts to the world, forgiveness, mercy, and grace. As a man, I get God's heart. I want nothing less for my children than what Jesus died to give. He came to call us his very own, to be a people of promise rooted in rest, on mission to destroy the works of hell. As children of God and royal heirs to the crown, we have forgiveness, mercy, and grace as the weapons of our warfare. These are our weapons for recreating and restoring the world to the way our Father, the King, always intended for it to be. These are heavy weapons if you have never been trained in how to use them. But once trained, they will become light and easy to carry. The Royal Plan For the next 30 days, we will journey back to our full inheritance of the crown by following these steps. Breathe. This sounds radical, but before we get busy with renewing our minds, we're going to practice and train the powerful skill and godly discipline of being still and knowing it. It seems to be to me that many have made studying the word a manipulative way of getting something from God. This heart attitude turns reading God's word into a religious duty instead of a daughter's delight. You know this is happening to you when you are spending a lot of time studying and talking to God only to find yourself repeating the same belief patterns or actions over and over again. Silence is golden. Silence is powerful. God loves solitude and loves to speak when we are silent and ready to listen. 
If you had a friend who always talked and never listened, what kind of friendship would that be? Get comfortable being uncomfortable and get quiet. Ready yourself to listen. I have a feeling this could be the biggest blessing many of you will get out of this quest back to your crown. Hear me when I say that the practice of being still is very important. The ability to be still being stolen from us in a world that values constant activity. The discipline of being still is a powerful and simple way back to the heart of God who loves to tell us who we are. If you do nothing else in the next 30 days, commit to three to five minutes a day sitting in silence, repeating each day's breathing prayer. This is an integral this is integral to your identity and a strong foundation on which you can build your life. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Isaiah 30 verse 15 NIV translation. Read Read each day's devotional based on God's word. Read the words and let them sink in. Let them renew your mind and restore your true identity. Recover. Take out a pen and answer the identity recovering questions provided for you. Recreate and re-create. Have fun recreating and recreating with God each day. Record what new hopes and dreams you have for each day. Make note of what God is asking you to do to bring life to your body, your soul, and your spirit each day. Also take note of what you could do to add to someone else's life that day. Rejoice. Write a prayer, praising and thanking God for what he has done. Then ask God for what you need based on what you have learned. Daughters, get ready to put your crown on and keep it on. Let's go. All right, that's our intro. Tomorrow, we'll start with day one. Thank you for joining me. And I pray that this will be a blessing to you as we prepare for our workshop.